0: father tonight we just pray lord that you'd help us as we come around your precious word oh god we just lord lift all these needs that have so far been mentioned to your throne of grace tonight pray that you'd undertake for each and every one lord and we just pray oh god lord just open our hearts to your word tonight and quicken your word to us lord even as we come to pray we pray lord that you'd undertake for us and touch us afresh by the power of of your spirit, O oh God, we ask all these things in Jesus' name, Amen. Praise the Lord. Just before we come to prayer tonight, just a few verses. Uh, just been meditating and thinking on the good hand of the Lord that is recorded in Nehemiah and also in the book of Ezra. That the good hand of the Lord was upon uh, both Nehemiah and Ezra, and we're seeing here, just in our reading tonight, uh, verse eleven says, "Thou wilt show me the path of life." and in thy presence is fullness of joy, and at the right hand there are pleasures forevermore. And we know that right hand speaks of the place where Christ is seated tonight, that in his presence there is fullness of joy, and at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. But you know, right through the whole of scripture, you'll find this reference to the right hand of God, to the good hand of the Lord. Uh, and also you'll find the opposite of that when God's people were fall into the disobedience. They would fall into the hand of man or they would fall into the hand of the enemy. But it's good to be in the hands of God tonight. And it's good to know the blessing of the Lord upon each of our lives. But this hand of the Lord, it runs the whole way through. It is speaking, of course, always of Christ. It's speaking of him. He is the right, at the right hand of the Father. But if you go back with me just for a few moments, I want to bring some scriptures tonight into Exodus chapter 15. See what this great hand of the Lord, the hand of the mighty God, uh, what it accomplishes on our behalf tonight. In Exodus 15, we see there that it defeats the power of the enemy. In Exodus 15, this is the song of Moses from verse 3. And he said, The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his host has he cast into the sea. His chosen captains also were drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank into the bottom as a stone. Then look what he says. This is the song of Moses. Thy right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, has diced in pieces the enemy. And this is, of course, a shadow of Calvary. It's what the Lord has done through the cross. At the right hand, it is glorious in power. At his right hand, it has diced in pieces the, the enemy himself. And in the greatness of thine excellency hast thou overthrown them that rose up against thee. Thou sentest forth thy wrath which consumed them as stubble. And with the blast of thy nostrils, the waters were gathered together. The flood stood upright as a heap and the depths were congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My lust shall be satisfied upon them. I will draw my sword, my hand shall destroy them. And then verse 10 says, thou didst blow with thy wind and the sea covered them. They sank as led in the mighty waters. Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, and he is doing wonders? As the right hand of the Lord is glorious, in power it's the right hand of the lord that has diced our enemy in pieces it is through christ tonight that him and him alone has defeated the powers of darkness and tonight friends we're free from the grip of the enemy not only does it defeat the enemy but it also performs the impossible and if you turn over to psalm chapter 44 and verse 1 we see that god God performs the impossible by his great right hand, and that is through Jesus Christ. And they are talking here then, of course, of what God has done in the past. But we know God is able to do the same today because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Psalm 44 and verse 1. And the psalmist says, We have heard with our ears, O God, our fathers have told us what work thou didst in their days in the times of old. How thou didst drive out the heathen with thy hand and plant them. How thou didst afflict the people and cast them out. For they got not the land in possession by their own sword. Neither did their own arms save them. But by thy right hand and thy arm and the light of thy countenance. Because thou hast favor upon them. It's, God is able to perform the impossible by his right hand it wasn't by our arm it's not by the arm of flesh of man that feels we're not to trust in our own understanding or lean on those things but we're to trust in the lord tonight and he will direct our paths it's by his great right hand that god is able to perform that which is impossible he can take a people out of egypt and he can plant them in the land that he's promised them for his own possession. Also that, that right hand. If you turn over to Psalm 98. It tells us that this right hand. Has gotten, has gotten him the victory. And our victory tonight is his victory. In Psalm chapter 98 and verse 1. The psalmist says. Psalm 98 and verse 1. I will sing unto the Lord. A new song. For the Lord has done marvelous things. His right hand. And his holy arm had gotten him the victory. And we can say tonight, thanks be to God that gives us the victory. That victory that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. is by his right arm and his right hand that it has gotten him the victory. And through this, the great salvation that we've received through Christ tonight, we have that victory in Jesus tonight. There is a victory for every believer in this room, and it's found in the Lord Jesus Christ. We know that the right hand always speaks of Christ, of his power. It performs the impossible. It defeats the enemy. It's the victory for us tonight, and that's where we're to focus. In Hebrews chapter 12, you'll know the verse well, Hebrews 12 and verse 2 it tells us there that we're to look on to Jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. If we look to him tonight, the Bible tells us that in his presence there's fullness of joy, at the right at thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore everything of what we require in this life is found in him we're to look to that right hand this is christ when we look at the right hand of god and how we need the right hand the mighty hand of god the work In these days, when we're coming to pray for the impossible, pray for the unsaved, pray for a move of the Spirit of God, pray for God to bring the provision for this building behind us as the gift day is coming up, pray for God to touch our lives afresh. We need the mighty hand of God to move again, and God is more willing to give even than we are to receive. You go back into Joshua chapter 4 just for a moment. Joshua chapter 4. We see this mighty hand at work. You know, that's what we long to see. We want to see God's hand at work. We've seen the enemy's hand. We've seen the hand of man. But we want to see the mighty hand of God at work in our days. In Joshua chapter 4, we know the story. They've gone through the Jordan by God's great power. They've entered into that land. And the 12 stones that we know of, they, they took up verse 20. They, they took those 12 stones. They took them out of Jordan and did Joshua pitch in Gilgal, Joshua 4 and verse 20. And verse 21 says, And he spake unto the children of Israel saying, When your children shall ask their fathers in time to come saying, What means these stones? Then ye shall let your children know saying, Israel came over this Jordan on dry land. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan from before you until you were passed over, as the Lord your God did to the sea, the Red Sea, which he dried up before us until we are gone over, that all the people of the earth might know that the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty. And you know, in this hour, in this day, we want people to know that the hand of the Lord is mighty, that it is mighty that ye might fear the Lord your God forever. We want to see the hand of the Lord work in hearts, the work in lives, the work amongst men and women to change them, to give them the victory that only Christ can give in a life. And that life that is broken, that life that is empty, that life that is tormented. But when the mighty hand of God works and moves upon a life, doesn't he give us that victory? Doesn't he give us that peace? The favor of the Lord comes upon our lives. He breaks the chains of sin. He sets the captive free. He gives that peace of mind that no man can give, no religion can give. It's the mighty hand of God when he works. On our behalf we need to see again the mighty hand of God work in our community in our land and in our nation God by his mighty power to move again to break the bondage of sin to break the power of darkness there's only one can do that and his name is Jesus tonight it's only Christ can set a man free It's only Jesus can bring that peace that a man or a woman is looking for is when the mighty hand of God comes upon of life. Thank God he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. The mighty hand of God, the change of life, the favor of God is found in God's mighty hand. You know, we are looking, believing, and look into the Lord for the favor of God in everything that we do. We need the blessing of the Lord in all that we do. We must cover it all in prayer. The work of the Lord needs to have His mighty hand upon it. If you turn over into Nehemiah chapter 2 and verse 7, Nehemiah chapter 2 and verse 7, and we know that this was a a very difficult time in Israel. We know that the, the walls have been broken down. Nehemiah, the cupboard of the king, hears of the, the disaster and the distress of Jerusalem. But Nehemiah needed the hand of the Lord upon his life. If there was ever going to be uh, anything accomplished for the for the Lord in Nehemiah's time, he needed the hand of the Lord upon him in order to accomplish that. And if we desire to see the Lord's work increase, we desire to see the Lord move in his power and his kingdom established and his kingdom extended, then we need the mighty hand of God upon us. And God wants to put his hand upon our lives. Nehemiah is at the king. His countenance has changed. He's heard of the, the report of what has taken place in, in Jerusalem and the, how desperate a situation it is. And he's speaking to the king in Nehemiah chapter 2 and verse 7. He says, Moreover, I said to the king, If it please the king, let letters be given to me to the governors beyond the river, that they may convey me over till I come to Judah. And let a letter unto Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest, that he may give me timber to make beams for the gates of the palace, which appertain to the house. And for the wall of the city and for the house that I shall enter into. And the king granted me, the king granted me according to the good hand of my God that was upon me. Then I came to the governors beyond the river and gave them the king's letters. And the king had sent captains of the army and horsemen with me. All the provision for the work of the Lord. All that what was needed for the task that lay ahead. It was impossible. It was impossible for Nehemiah. It was impossible for Ezra the scribe and the people of God to accomplish the work of the Lord. But when the good hand of the Lord was upon them, They had the letters from the king. That's the authority for everything of what they needed for the task ahead. God's blessing was upon it. Brothers and sisters, we need the hand of God upon everything. We need the provision of the Lord upon everything. Not only is that the favor of God and the mighty hand at work, but in the church at Antioch in Acts chapter 11, it simply tells us this, the report of that church, Acts 11 and verse 21 says these words, And the hand of the Lord was with them. The hand of the Lord was with them. Do do you see what's so important? It's not so much that we have all the seating right, and all the lighting right, and all the heating right, and all those things are fine, they're all required. We have everything in place. But what we need is the hand of the Lord with us. That's what we need, brothers, and sisters, more than anything else. So many things it's good to have in its right place. Good to have that organized and in its place. But more than anything else, the hand of the Lord was with them. Look what happened. And a great number, a great number believed and turned to the Lord. We need the hand of the Lord with us. It's not that I'm saying that he's against us. What I'm saying is we need to know that it's not just in our own strength or our own ability or our own talent. We must be so conscious always how we need the hand of the Lord to do what we need to do for him and how willing he is that his hand would be upon us. We need to pray for his hand to be upon the work. His hand to be upon the outreach. His hand to be upon those that go to Belfast and, and Balnehench and surrounding district. We need the hand of the Lord to be upon us and it's him that gives the increase. We must pray for that outreach. We must pray for those that go to the street. We must pray that the hand of the Lord would be upon us. It is God that gives the increase and how we need the mighty hand of God upon us. We're coming to prayer tonight. And often has been prayed, no often we say it, but so, so true it is. In Ezekiel chapter 37, in verse 1, it says these words about the hand of the Lord. Ezekiel 37 and verse 1. Just as we're coming to prayer tonight, Ezekiel 37 and verse 1 simply says these words, that the hand of the Lord was upon me. No, friends, what a prayer to be prayed tonight. Lord, may your hand be upon us. Every person that would stand to pray, every person that would open their heart and their mouth to pray tonight, may the hand of the Lord be upon this prayer meeting. May the hand of God be upon us. And then it says these words, and he carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. We need to be carried, don't we? I think as Brian often prays it, we'll want to be carried. And it's so true. We need the hand of the Lord upon us. And then we want to be carried in the spirit of the Lord. That's what we want. We want to be carried tonight. We want the hand of the Lord upon everything. There's so many great needs that we're going to pray for. So many great things that we need to bring before the Lord. Thank God we can look up Seated at the right hand of the Father, there's one called Jesus. And in his presence, there's fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures. Everything we need is found in him tonight. Oh, how we need to be carried. We need his hand upon the work. We need his hand upon the prayer. We need his hand upon everything tonight. And he's willing, friends, if we just trust in him. We're not to lean on our own understanding. All our ways acknowledge him, and he'll direct our path in this prayer meeting tonight. Amen. Let's seek the Lord together. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord, for your presence among us tonight, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the company of your people. Thank you, Lord, you've redeemed us by your mighty hand. Thank you, Lord, your arm is not too short that it cannot save. Thank you, Lord, you reached away down deep, Lord, into a horrible pit of sin. And, Lord, you saved us, Lord. You lifted us up out of that merry clay. Thank you, Lord, you set our feet upon a rock. And that rock is Christ tonight. Thank you, Jesus, we have that victory. Oh, we praise you tonight for that mighty hand. Thank you, Lord. We can praise you for all that you've done, Lord. Lord, there's no god like our God. You're the God of all gods. You're the King of all kings. You're the Lord of lords, and we praise you tonight. So, Lord, would you carry us each and every one in prayer, Lord? Would you carry us by your mighty hand tonight, Lord? Carry us into the victory, Lord. Carry us in, Lord, to the pleasures. Carry us into the blessing night, O God. Be upon us, Lord. Be upon your people, Lord, as we come to seek your face. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.